Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to an all-new episode of Much To Do About Nothing. I am your host, Jawan. Join with me always, my running mate, Joel. What's going on, Joel? What's going on, Jawan? You know, same shit, different day. Studios just sucking like they like they tend to suck. Sucking studios. Yeah, they, um, I guess I can talk about it now because, you know, it's already over and done with, but. I love how Warner Brothers reached out to us today, totally shocked that we didn't have the Deborah Snyder interview. Like, wait, what? You guys didn't do it? Oh. <laughs> you were the one that emailed us telling us that we weren't getting it. What, what are we talking about right now? Um, so, yeah, me and Cannon were laughing at that before, um, before I called you. But anyway, uh, this is going to be a very fun show. Um, me and Joel got a lot of geek stuff. Uh, to talk about usually it's a lot of sports um but today it's a lot of... yeah, yeah yeah we're yeah. gonna avoid sports because you know for reasons <laughs> exactly um but let's jump right into it i actually want to start with all-star weekend uh me and you uh have seen each other since all-star weekend so me and you have talked about it but we haven't done it on our platform um i was it we said this uh, to each other. It felt like they didn't want to be there, and it kind of showed. Um, you know, this mm-hmm. is the, these. This is from the players that made it very known that um, a few years ago, when Kobe had brought it up, they were like, you know, we're, you know, we're gonna kick it up a little bit, play defense, make it more enjoyable for the fans. And then this year, it was just like they were just like, fuck all that. <laughs> I was right. trying even a little bit to play defense uh at all um but your thoughts on the uh the all-star game it was um fine you know uh, it was it was not very competitive uh at all it seemed <laughs> um and then uh, i did like it all one night that didn't bother me very much but even then i didn't get to check everything out um but you know i, I like i said when it comes to all-star game i prefer it the old way and uh uh, I, I, the, the way they do skills challenge and dunk contest, that's fine. You know, I don't, I don't mind that. It's fun to watch regardless. But the, the All Star Game itself, I'm still not a fan of the whole team this versus team that thing. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah, and, and I told you um, to go with that. I'm not a fan of uh, USA versus the world. Uh, right. Make the shit back rookies versus sophomores. Um, I mean, it's better than because they were doing team this versus team that too. <laughs> right beginning. exactly and for <laughs> people that. out there that are like why is that like why do you care about that Juwan? 
Emmanuel quickly is leading most rookies in most of the stats that he um, that he has uh, up this year. And because of the way that USA versus the world is set up, he didn't make it. He didn't make the roster. Yeah. Um, and, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. and if it was rookies versus sophomores, he would have. <laughs> so it's as simple as, you know, you get screwed over when things like that happen. And I'm watching the All-Star game, and I'm thinking to myself, Joel, they barely use Rudy Gobert, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, it seems like it's, it's, a, it's a pity invite to the five position, right? Like, if, if you're not a five that legit can stretch, sc- uh, yeah, score and shoot, you're not, like, th- they'll invite you because literally, like, they have to. They can't ignore Rudy Gobert, um in his stats but i always feel like it's a pity invite you know like they don't they don't respect the five position if you can't shoot and score um so that's why you look at Jokic and it's like you can you can tell why he's there <laughs> you know because he he's your he also puts up the numbers you know <laughs> right sure right but he's also more of a different breed of that position than what a Rudy Gobert or, you know, me and you hope in a few years, Mitchell Robinson is. Um, mm-hmm. So you look at that and you're just like, dude, like, I get it. You know, I, I get what you guys are trying to turn the league into, but Rudy, Rudy exists. Mitchell Robinson exists. Mm-hmm. Andre Drummond, you know what I'm saying? Like guys like that exist that, that can't shoot or anything like that. Like stop trying to that's, kick that's the game. Yeah, I'm, my, my my position with Austin Gay was always like the big man exists. <laughs> like we use them every game. They start every game. There's always one big man on the floor. So don't bullshit me and not vote in big men. It's just and then don't don't call them forwards when they're not. They're the big men. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm completely with you, man. Because I tell you right now, you go up to Utah and take Rudy Gobert off that roster and see how that team does. Right. They'll tell you right right quick uh, how much they need their big man. So, you know, don't don't disrespect the the five. Um I I I I'm with you. I didn't really pay attention to the the other festivities. I watched the dunk contest. We don't really have to get into much of it. We know we were robbed. It's it's as simple as that. I even mm-hmm. watched the replay yesterday uh yesterday night like at 2 a.m. while I was editing. Um, and I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about right now? Obi lost that how? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you agree, right? Definitely got robbed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're, we're now we're biased because we're Nick fans, but still, yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you this, Joel. Bias or not, you if you told me, right? And I know you're gonna immediately say no, but. I'm going to just use this as an example so you can get the severity of, of, of what I'm trying to say. If fucking Luka Doncic came out and one-handed windmilled over two people, I would say Luka won that shit. Even if he was going up against a Nick, I would tell you, sorry, Obi. <laughs> he just one-handed windmilled over two people. I don't know what to tell you. You, know, you lost that one. Um, so to me, yes, it's going to sound like we're biased, but just logically – I don't think people hear that and understand how completely impossible that shit is. You don't see that in an NBA game. You don't see LeBron come down the come down a lane and not wind up. That's where I think people get confused. 
it wasn't the one hand to the other kind of wind up because you see LeBron do that every day. This mm-hmm. was a I came with one hand only and windmilled it and dunked over two people. That sounds virtually impossible. And they gave it to the guy who was supposed to kiss the rim. Yeah, and didn't. And didn't. Because it looked like he, he got up high enough. Who gives a fuck? I got he can't kiss the rim if he wanted to. I'm like, I'm like, and, and you know, it made me laugh how Dwayne Wade's like, yeah, you got to give it to him. You know, it's because his head went up there. I'm like, is this the same Dwayne Wade that tried to tell Aaron Gordon <laughs> that dunking yeah. over Taco Fall or whatever his name is wasn't yeah. impressive enough? Yep, same guy. Same guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I honestly, I'm I'm completely done with the the dunk concept. Yeah. Bro. No more uh, judging for D Wade. No more <laughs> judging. Honestly, give it to the fans. Do the voting thing where fans can vote. And look, if we still lose that way, it's just it's it's never meant for us. But you can't keep putting it in these judges' hands. They're incompetent. Incompetent. <laughs> Because I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> like, I don't get it. And let, <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's take this year out of it. Um, last year, I just don't get how you tell Aaron Gordon, hey, man, no, no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you dunked over one of the tallest beings in all of sports right now, but no, sorry, wasn't enough. What? So, I don't know. Pissed me off. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can move right along from that. Knicks played the Bucks tonight. Very, it was honestly, it was pretty much similar to the ass whooping we gave them earlier this year. Um, it was just it it swapped, you know. It was more so instead of us whooping them, they whooped us. So it was kind of a revenge <laughs> thing. Um, I completely disgusted. Um, mainly, yeah, I, this is bad. Thirty-three point this, game, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna say this, Joel. And he needs this. So this this isn't meant to be um, like I'm shitting on him and, and, and turning my back on him. This game is put on the shoulders of Julius Randle. You cannot be an all-star and come out and play a first half like that. Just can't. Yeah, Just can't. You cannot. You cannot. Um, if you played a solid so game, if, if you played a solid game and, you know, the rest of the team just didn't have it and you guys lost – you did all you could. I mean, shit, Joel. We watched Melo do that for what ten years, <laughs> almost ten years for the Knicks. Put up thirty mm-hmm. and ten, and Knicks still got the ass beat. So it's like you know, just do your job. You're the captain. You're the all star. Do your job. And tonight he didn't. He turned into last year's Julius Randle tonight, running into triple teams, quadruple teams. It's like Julius last year, people doubled you purely because you were the only guy that was scoring. This year, you're an all-star. You have to know that they're going that to double or, or triple you. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that serious last year. Last year, he was retardedly drunk, like fucking dribbling into traffic. But now he still does it now, but now it usually passes out of it. But, right. but today, I mean, it's on him for not, you know, not playing well, but I wouldn't say for those reasons. Um, but he just definitely didn't have it tonight offensively. He definitely forced it against bigger guys. Uh, you knew they were there and they're fucking really long. You can't be just shooting over them like that. They're gonna they're gonna block you easily. Um they he had at least three three shots blocked today. So 
<sighs> we got th- 10 blocks overall, I think, blocked today. <laughs> um, they, they Giannis Julius. That's what. That's exactly what happened. They know that Julius likes that sweet spot with the, uh, the baseline jumper, and he mm-hmm. likes to drive it to the lane. They box them the same way the league does Giannis in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. they virtually neutralize Julius Randle. Um, and that's why I'm just saying, as, as an all-star, you're being looked at differently now. you got to find different ways to be effective on the court. We always say this, Joel. If you just don't have it offensively, not a problem, man. You're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not Michael Jordan. It happens. But then I expect you to have a stellar defensive game or to put up more numbers assist-wise. You know, just something else that affects the game in one way or another. Um, yeah. so I don't want to make it sound like because he didn't have 50 tonight that he's like a piece of shit. No. Just affect mm-hmm. the game some some other way, that, you know? That hurt. Yeah. When he, when he couldn't score. Fucking 14 shots for fucking Alfred Payton and only four made. How's him taking fourteen shots? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. What, what is, what is the weird stat we always talk about? If he does, if he makes more than five shots, they win. Yeah, yeah, he made four. <laughs> I say at least what ten games this year. He's come one fucking field goal short <laughs> of getting us yeah. that, that one we need. Yeah, it's a weird stat, but it's true. It's a, it's a, the most most of the time, if he scores over five field goals, we won. <laughs> Even though it doesn't matter, he would have made one field goal. It would have made a difference today. But yeah. but uh, yeah. but I will say, um, Nick fans, don't freak out. Don't don't pull that panic. We need a trade button. Remember, we didn't have Derrick Rose. Remember, we were Derek still Rose, working, don't Robinson. right. We we're still working without Mitchell Robinson. Um, let's get. You know, let's have the same mindset me and Joel gave you guys at the beginning of the season um, where we hit that rough patch. But, you know, at that time, we were missing a few players uh, at, at that point. Same thing, man. L- let's get fully healthy and then evaluate the Knicks then. Um, you know, if, it's a bad, bad game, you know. It, it, it happens. It happens, you know. Like the, the fucking Celtics just got blown out. Um, mm-hmm. There was no Durant or Blake Griffin. So it happens. It it a hundred percent happens. Um, it's just about it's all about how you bounce back. And I will say the one thing that does concern me about a loss like this is um, the bottom is so close, <laughs> so yeah. close. The top is even closer, but the bottom is oh so close. So losing games like this that could have momentum in the wrong way is just not good not good um but obviously we play uh okc this saturday i think that could be a good revenge win for us we play uh brooklyn on monday and then uh i believe sixers on wednesday or yeah. brooklyn tuesday and sixers wednesday it's just a one game we just can't let we can't have too many of these <laughs> you know? Right, like this. This isn't the kind of stretch where me and Joel will say, you know what? If you come out of it one out of, you know, one out of three, it's it's a no, 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 no. <laughs> you need to come out even in this. Not not you know not five hundred. You know you need to come out at least ahead of this. So it's like you need to win this OKC game. That's your trap yeah. game. You need to win that Brooklyn game. You need to win that Sixers game. I I don't have any more games left for the Knicks that I can say, you know what? Realistically, they're probably going to – no, 
No, no, no, no, no. We view the Knicks differently this year. Um, the only reason we said that about the Miami game was it was legit back to back. So it was just the likelihood of it's possible we'll probably lose one of those realistically. Because no. um, Miami I mean, is literally seeing you back to back. And then you look at it, look, we could have definitely used one of those wins because guess what? We lost today. You know what I mean? Like, it's those games that matter because you're going to definitely get one of these games once in a while. And today was one of them, you know? Yep. Oh, man, it sucks. But whatever. I don't, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, I, All the trade rumors I've been hearing, I, I'm, I'm deciding not to put any, um, any stock in it, like any energy, any faith, any thoughts, any, any of that. Um, was there anything that you heard that, that stood out to you or are you the same? You're just not putting any energy into it. No, I'm just letting it fly. Like if whatever happens, happens. Um, I do, I don't get me wrong. I love this time of year. Trade deadline is always fun, but I'm not going to stress about it. Yeah. Um, did you, did you give LaMarcus Aldridge any thought when you heard that, uh, Spurs wanted to get rid of him? Not really. I thought about it, but I, I, I two seconds again. Nah, it didn't really fit. <laughs> no, I, I, no disagreement here. Um, oh, I did want to go over this for our audience really quickly, Joel. Me and you talk about this in person, but um, we did hear a lot of whispers that Carl Anthony Towns could be the name that wants to um, mm-hmm. that wants to find his way out of Minnesota. Obviously, Knicks for obvious reasons were were attached to that. Clearly, to get Carl Anthony Towns, you'd have to let go of Mitchell Robinson. Is Carl Anthony Towns a big enough player that you would be okay getting rid of Mitchell Robinson? Yeah, because he's a center. <laughs> right, right, right. Of course, right. Right. Um, no, I mean, and one, there's one trade. I didn't hear anything about it, so I don't want to. I don't want to falsely put that out there. It was just wheels turning in my head. I keep hearing everyone say how much Victor Oladipo wants to be in Miami. Mm-hmm. And I just can't shake the fact that you'd have to be a complete idiot if you're Houston not to ask for Jimmy Butler back in, oh, in they'll never get they'll never get Jimmy Butler back. For sure. But to me, I don't know of anything else Miami has that I would view. Um as equal for giving up Victor Oladipo. Oladipo's his stock is not very high right now. Like I to me, I only view his stock as not high because he's made it known where he wants to be, and he's a pending free agent. So you're not going to have people like he's one of those. Like it's tough. Like you can't. It's he's because he's going to be a receiver. You can't give up the house for a guy that can walk on you. You know what I mean? Sure, for sure. But that's what I'm trying to say. If you're Miami, it seems like he wants to be there. So right. he'd be a little bit more willing to do it. You know, like, why would you go without Jimmy? I just, to me, I would be, that That to me, I thought just sounded stupid. Um, because it's just like, I don't know what Miami has that if I'm Houston, I truly look at as, as a Houston, win. Houston doesn't want to pay him either. So it's one of those things where they'll take back whatever they get at this point. And now... They're not going to give him up for nothing, but right. they're not doing Don't expect that. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, okay, so 
I didn't flesh out what where my where my mind was. My mind wasn't on them getting Jimmy. My mind was on us getting Jimmy. No. And what I meant by that yeah. was what I meant by that was we could offer, excuse me, we could offer Houston something that Miami couldn't. And I do believe Miami wouldn't want to, but for the right circumstances, would prefer Oladipo because he's younger. Um and and I'm not saying that about like Jimmy Butler's like 50 and, and Oladipo's 22. Um but you know, to me, I, I saw a scenario where I was just like, I could see a three-team trade that that could definitely work. Um, but like I said, you know, the deadline I believe is next week. Um, we'll 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 see what happens. Just if you're a Nick fan, try your best not to get emotionally invested in anything you hear, um, because it's it's damning. You know, I, I just always try to remind Nick fans. Stephen A. Smith all but guaranteed that we were getting LeBron James and we didn't get LeBron James. Um, <laughs> so, so, you know, it, all of these people that are going to tell you, I'm hearing from sources, you know, it just grain of salt. Always, always. Um, but all right, we can move out of sports. Uh, there's nothing football wise that really, I know you don't care that Dak Prescott got, Resigned to to Dallas. I no, I guess you do care because it means they they're not going to get Deshaun Watson, um, or Russell Wilson. But ultimately, you you could care less. I could care less. Um, all right, let's head into some geekdom. The devil, you know, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Then the then the one you don't. Um, I very crazily was about to ask your thoughts on the finale of Wandavision. Because I forgot that it's over. Um, so we won't start there. Um, we can start, Joel, with something me and you have always been frustrated about. I want to go into toxic fandom and what that means. What me and Joel usually mean by toxic fandom is if you are an individual that pits one thing against another, you are part of toxic fandom. And the reason we don't stand for it is we are fans of Marvel and DC for all the faults of Marvel and DC. We are still fans. None the less. So when we hear people say, nah, man, I want Snyder to come back. If he doesn't come back, I don't really care about anything else going on. That's toxic. That's you not allowing a universe that could be very good to be very good. <laughs> yeah, it's also quite about your fandom. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, and, and I keep saying this, Joel, and I know people keep telling me that it's not true, but I will stand on this for forever. If you are one of those people that believe in his vision for the Justice League, I do question, are you fans of the characters? Or are you fans of Zack Snyder? Because you cannot be both if what you're saying is you are okay with what he was planning to do for you. Um, I just, I can't believe that two things can be true. I just can't. Um, <laughs> so, so, but to me, it's just like, like I told you before, you know, I didn't say if, you know, with what's his name not showing up, that, um, you know, I'm not going to support anything Marvel going forward. No, that'd be idiotic. 
Um, you know, to me, I'm open to what Marvel does going forward because there's a lot of good things that's coming that I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, you just got to get over little little bumps in the road that you had your heart set on that you're not getting um, or you don't know that you're getting yet. So to me, it's just like, people, let the Snyder Cut come out. Enjoy it. And then leave it at that. Just leave it at that. You know, so to me, it's just like we got to we got to find a way to let go of the I want Snyder or I'm out or, you know, that's on. No, fuck them. That's what they want. And, you know, they're not going to enjoy DC movies forever. (laughs) Right. Right. And and I think the biggest thing that bothers me, Joel, is we know that Warner Brothers very much is in the fan pleasing phase right now. Um, I don't want them to be pressured into doing more things with a vision. I just, I don't think it's good for your IP. I just, I don't. I'm very curious what his new vision is because obviously he said they have, he has new boards, new stories that'll take place after this new, well, this more recent Justice League, you know, because the ones that, you know, were released at the, the museum in Dallas were for like, what five years ago <laughs> so yeah. you know things have changed obviously and like I, even the one or even what was in those storyboards are different than what, we're, what we saw in the snyder cut right yeah so there's already changes that, that to, to, to that story so we don't know what what he really has planned uh, aside from that one major thing that seems like it's going to stay but <laughs> but we don't know we'll see <laughs> Yeah, I, I and we can we can talk about this one thing because it's been reported before of Zach's vision of Batman not living uh in in the you know the DCEU long. Um right. to me it's idiotic. You've already you've already canceled me out because you're getting rid that's and me and you talked about this, Joa. It would be like if John Favreau was just like yeah, man, I got Robert Downey Jr. to be Iron Man, but like, you know, he was really sold on the idea of only being in like four or five Marvel movies, and then he wanted to to die off, and it's just like you don't get to make that decision. Like, right. who, who is allowing you to make that decision? You should right. not be able to make that decision. And but- me and you feel so strongly about you can't just let director one director sway an entire universe. It's not fair. It's just, it's not fair for so many reasons. Me and you did have a problem with Matt Reeves jumping onto the Batman project and going, yeah, I don't want my shit to touch none of what's going on over there. You don't get to make that decision, (laughs) you know? Mm. Like, why are they giving you so much power? There's, There's at least 5 million directors right now that would love to do a Batman movie, regardless of if he had to shoe it in or not. Right. So to me, it's just like, I'm going to let you talk. I'm sorry, Joel, but it's just, it's, it's frustrating with the fandom. It's frustrating at the studio. Just let's singular directors just do whatever they want to do. Like, like, how do you feel about that? I differ, but that's not, not by my, I, I ranted last week about this whole thing. Right. So um, personally, we watched the Snyder cut, right? That, that, we, we can say that. Well, we can't give away what we saw, but we, we saw it. Um, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, it, is, it was really good. Um, 
and it was much better than what we got like the, the theatrical cut um do i want to see more of it sure like we both came out of it looking forward to seeing if if they want to make more i'm not going to say no um because at least this universe has like all the characters um but it's obviously linear and there's no future like he, he's gonna he's gonna kill off probably batman at some point maybe um and i don't know i mean he could obviously branch off to other characters if he wanted to like they've kind of done um but if he wants to stick to just finishing his nightmare saga which like we can call it that <laughs> right yeah. uh, and calling it a day fine but it's you gotta remember that that means his stories are finite like that's it <laughs> like because once that's over where do you go from there right yeah. um but dc's plans are different like they want to do multi some type of weird multiverse thing which I, I i which in my head i can't even fathom what the fuck that is because like uh, what are you talking about like multiverse what 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 like i don't so that's even more frustrating try to see what dc's trying to do we won't know until we actually see it fleshed out so just the thought of what what dc's doing uh, aside from what snyder's doing is frustrating uh, so you, you got to pick your poison <laughs> at this point. So as of right now, there is no plan to continue that side of the universe. But, you know, after it comes out, things can change. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. Like, to me, I told you, I'd be fine with that being an Elseworlds story that's not connected that's, to... That's what it is. I mean, that's what it's going to probably be because, like, even Zack Snyder has said that the WB wants the theatrical cut to be the main cut, even though it was the lesser cut. Um right. If it if it helps build a cohesive universe, I'm fine with it. But I don't know what DC's planning to do with different universes. I don't really I don't trust them. So like, right. I might as well just go with the devil I know. You know what I mean? Right. And so, but but see, what you're saying is fine. What you're hearing from the toxic fandom is different. They want him back, back, back. And it's like, no, I don't want any. First of all, everything. And I'm, I'm trying to tiptoe as best as possible, but everything that's happening in this Snyder cut is stuff that I truly feel was not earned, you know, and, and I don't need that to be a continuity. It wasn't earned. It was shoehorned. Um, and after seeing this, I believe it was done well, but you still didn't earn it. You know, it'd be like if Infinity War was legit the fifth Marvel movie to come out. What the fuck? What? How did you get here? You know, so to me, it's just like, I just want them to reboot fully. And reboot does not mean you have to get rid of the actors. Um, but you can get rid of the stories and just start anew. You know, to me, I don't think you've gone too far in. I don't. I really don't. You can make Wonder Woman 3. You can make Aquaman 2. And then after that, let Flash wipe all that shit away. And then just start with all new stories of the same characters. Um, that way you can build a cohesive universe in the way that you're building properly. You're earning the Justice League. You're earning these big moments um, to where it's not just like you just putting the wrong pieces of, of a puzzle together. Um, but, you know, I just I want us to all be on the same mindset of. We grew up, a lot of us all grew up watching Justice League Unlimited, you know, watching the Justice League whole. There was no Superman, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, Flash, Wonder Woman, and no Batman. 
what the fuck is that? What is that? <laughs> you know? So it's like, let's build what we've, what we've known all these years and let's work off of that. That's just, it's not a difficult thing we're asking for, Joelle. Um, but to me, I really do believe. Well, like, I, that's the problem. I don't know what they're doing until I know what they're doing. I can't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, no, look, 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 you know how I am. So I get you. I get you saying you can't stress because maybe they might want to start over. Maybe that might be what they're doing. Um, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't ha- uh, latch my horse to that. Um, no. But, you know, we honestly don't know. You're absolutely right. So to wreck, to wreck our brains about it is unnecessary because they could be maybe doing some of the things we would like. like them to they do. have some weird plan and we just don't know what it is. Right. I think at the end of the day, I separate it like this and then we can move on. Um, they have a plan. I just wholeheartedly believe it's the stupidest fucking plan anyone could have with an IP as powerful as, as theirs. Yeah. Until I see it full, like <laughs> an explanation, like, it's hard to argue because like, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> like, like how, how do you, you all right, new Superman movie in its own earth. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, well, we can even, we can even go as something as simple as they okayed Superman dying in his second fucking movie mm-hmm. think about that for a second yeah, right. <laughs> he died that should be like a mid series thing like throughout but I should have at least seen his full world all of Metropolis fully uh, fully fleshed out like I know a bunch of his villains you know he. You know he's. You know he's developed this life with Lois and his mom. Ben, Jimmy Olsen's there. Wait, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joel. No, I'm saying like I. I understand what you're trying to say. Like, like, like he, he would have been Superman longer. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, like hell, Joel. They didn't even tell us a lot of time passed by before they killed him. Like, <laughs> didn't pass. I mean, it didn't didn't take much. <laughs> no, not at all. Only within a couple of years that happened. He died pretty quickly. Um, but it is what it, I mean, because look, that was his 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 story was it was supposed to end, you know, five parts. And like I told you how it was originally gonna end. So I really don't know how they were planning on proceeding, but I don't know. It's it's really weird. But I, I now they DC has a different plan that's separate from Zach, and they could continue Zach's thing if they want really wanted to, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I I prefer my magic to not come from my superhero universes. Like I I prefer you to not tell me. Look at what I have in this hand, and then it's a slide of hands, and it's really in the other. Like don't don't do that. Just what's in that one hand that needs to be the only thing I'm paying attention to. Um, I I don't need cheap magic tricks from <laughs> from um <laughs> from DC. Just give me one thing to pay attention to, and I'm cool. I don't ask for much. You know what no, I'm saying? Like that multiverse shit that they're talking about was based on movies and TV. That's easier to, to digest, you know, because obviously the TV movies, I mean, TV shows are different than the movie ones. That's a whole different. You know, that's perfectly fine. You know, that, that multiverse works. But when you're telling me multiverse is within a whole, within movies, <laughs> within the whole cinema, I'm like, now you're wasting valuable cinema money 
in time and char- like probably the same fucking character you know what i'm saying like right instead of new characters and building in, it, that's my issue you know my issue is also to piggyback what you're saying i to me investment means everything and i don't mean investment as in money i mean investment as in my time so for example if you're giving me this superman that's a one-off i'm gonna look at it and go i could care less about what you're doing with this superman if it's not a continuity piece right because you're ultimately just telling me hey we just wanted to see how really cool it'd be to have like a a black superman but like he's not really gonna replace clark why do i care yeah like like like, as a one-off like you said but like if there's nothing more to it you know no like we saw joker joel and i never thought about that movie ever again once i left that theater why because it meant nothing great movie by the way but you for know sure. for sure oscar award-winning movie right but it ultimately in the greater scheme of things meant nothing well it, it gave them money <laughs> no, 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 no no i mean i mean for us for them sure yeah. I mean, no 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 yeah. yeah narratively it does nothing you know it happened it here it came and it went yep and, and the crazier thing is they're talking about us seeing harley quinn more going forward there's no mm-hmm. joker there's no fucking batman it's just it's we can move on joel it, it's it, it's we, we don't know what Batman is yet. Well, until Flash, because there's gonna be like a thousand of them or whatever <laughs> in a Flash movie. <laughs> Goodness, oh man! I just I I pray for the day I can wake up and I can go, man. I could explain exactly what DC is doing to somebody. Just imagine this all happened because BBS tanks. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Boo-woo. And you know what's crazy? Me nor you hated that movie. No, no, we did not. No, we did. That's the crazy part. Like, I can give it if someone's like, man, yeah. all this happened because Justice League tanked. I go, you know what? I believe you. That's you're absolutely right. But because BVS tanked and it wasn't even a bad movie? Insane, bro. Insane. Um, but from one toxic fandom to another, we can move on to um, Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, apparently... Um, during a meeting, uh, they spoke to one of the, the heads over at Disney, and he doubled down on Kathleen Kennedy being there for a long, long, long time. Uh, I know a lot of people want her fired based off of those three Star Wars movies. I Some small part of me understands because it's a, it's, it's a fuck up you just can't have. Um, cohesion is the one thing you should always have. Um, but I mean, no shocker there. We just finished talking about a company who was just like cohesion. What's that? Um, but as I told you before, you know, <laughs> as I told you before, I stand behind Kathleen Kennedy. I really do. I just I I wholeheartedly believe she is a numbers person. Um, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. There's nothing disrespectful about that. Her job is to make Disney a shit ton of money with the Star Wars IP. And she's done that. I just, I just believe that you should have two people. One person that is only focused on the movie making money or a show or a comic or whatever. And then the other person whose only interest is staying true to what that IP is. 
And I think if she were to work hand in hand with Dave Filoni, Star Wars and Five Years Tops would be untouchable. Untouchable. Like nothing we've seen before. Because you have, like, think about this. Feige is essentially doing that as one person, right? So certain things fall under the, you know, you don't get certain things or certain things are left out. You now have it covered with two people who are now making sure that they're covered on every, on every avenue. Don't even worry about that. Which, which you don't know, Kathleen, Dave knows. But Dave doesn't know, you know. So to me, I've never been the one that's like, you got to fire Kathleen Kennedy. She's in, even when she came out and was just like, I don't even really know that much about Star Wars. I was just like, yeah, Kathleen, I saw The Last Jedi. I get that. <laughs> like, like, I understand. I, I, I get it. Um, you made Last Jedi. <laughs> so you act like she made The Last Jedi. No, 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 no. No. I never put um, how I feel about The Last Jedi on Kathleen Kennedy. Only reason I say I get that she doesn't understand it is it's been made very clear that these scripts hit her table before they go into production. So she okayed it for it to go into production. So she looked at that script after seeing what JJ did with the first one and went, yeah, yeah, this is good. Go ahead. That's all I'm saying. Like right now, I'll give you a perfect example. If, um, Sam Raimi comes out and does a bad job with Doctor Strange too, right? And someone says, Feige, what the hell? I wouldn't say, well, Feige didn't direct it or write it. I would 100% say he's the overseer. It passed him before it went into production. So he does have some culpability. In um, but again, I'm not blaming her. This is me saying I want her to stay in a position she's in. I just don't think it should be only her in that position. Um, I think she should share it. I think it would help her out immensely if she was to share it. But um, you don't really get into the the uh, yeah, uh, the business side of that, Joel. But what were your thoughts on Kathleen Kennedy? I've been fine with her because I, I, I've enjoyed the movies. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that fight with everybody over what. I enjoyed all three of them. They're all different in their own ways. Um, they were all explained their own way, but you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hate any of them. Um, so cool. It was cool for me, as, as I guess. I guess that makes me a casual fan. <laughs> I was cool. With it. I was fine. Uh, definitely don't hate her for it or, or any of the directors for it. They, they did what they had to do. Should have been more cohesive. Yeah, I think that's stupid. Not to, to that. Not have one storyline throughout all three movies makes no sense. Even though I felt they did a good job. Uh, it still makes no sense to ever go into anything, especially if you want to go long term. Um, doing it piece by piece, I, I don't, I don't see how that works out overall. Now, obviously, look at all the bullshit they're going through now because of it. Um, that could have been nipped in the bud years ago. If you look at the way Marvel does things, they plan shit for years on end. You know what I mean? Obviously, that was not the plan here at Star Wars. <laughs> they were going to do it movie by movie, uh, and that's fine if you wait five years at a time. But they were doing it quicker. If you're gonna do it quicker like that, it has to make more sense because people remember things. You know, you, you don't have five years for it to like your people to miss it again. You know what I mean? That's what made Star Wars so popular is just that you gave it a lot of time, and then the movie came out again, and then again, like four, three years later. Now it kind of come out every other every other year. You know, right. things are much faster now, so it's almost like a TV show. Right. Um. So for me, 
yeah, like you said, I think that may, works fine because I think Dave Filoni has proven that he is the master of Star Wars um, lore. Um, and obviously, whatever the fuck of um, what's his name? Um, the Mandalorian. What's his name? Oh, John Favreau. Favreau, yeah. Favreau's killing it there and obviously they're they what they're doing is the god's work over there so um just whatever they're doing there is obviously saved fandom like fandom, a lot of fandom is agree, like loves it you know there's some weird people that don't but <laughs> can't save everyone right um but for people that do enjoy it you know star wars is fine you know their, their movies have struggled because of the whole clashing but like TV, they're fine. And I think that's where they should stay until they figure out what they're going to do moving wise. Which just seems like well, that's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. And let, let me elaborate because you said something that I loved and I wanted to elaborate on it. Um, you said your movies shouldn't ever be that different. And what I wanted to speak on was different is always okay. You watch Thor 2 and then you watch Thor Ragnarok, they're different. Very different. Drastically different. But, but the problem that Last Jedi had from Force Awakens was it seemed to ignore everything, not a little bit, everything that the Force Awakens set up, right? Finn now isn't Force sensitive, right? Finn now isn't a focus. Finn now is in the background. They completely, completely added in a new character mm-hmm. to help support the Finn when it looked as if JJ was trying to strike a Finn Ray connection, right? Mm-hmm. You completely pushed that aside. And then you just went with a different formula. And then, because I know people say I'm crazy for, for thinking that certain characters were pushed to the side in The Last Jedi, watch. Um, Rise of Skywalker, whatever. Uh, Rise, yeah, it was Rise. Of yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Um, look at the character that um, what's his name added to the Last Jedi? Uh, Kelly Tran, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, Rose, look how Rose. ignored she was in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So it was clear that JJ nor um, what's his name had any interest in what each other was building for the movies that came before. Mm-hmm. It can't be that different, is what I'm saying. You know, like mm-hmm. it can't be that different. Yeah, there, there was obviously not a, a lot of cohesion there. <laughs> You're like, whoa, very different, right. very different. Yeah, and, not, and like um, I said, it, even though it worked for me, people that pay attention or give a shit about stuff like that, you have to, you got to pay pay attention to something like because they definitely set up a lot of stuff in uh, Force Awakens that didn't pay off in Last Jedi, and then of course they pay off later. Uh, in in, in uh, the rise of Skywalker, but I mean, you you missed you, you wasted basically wasted the whole movie then, because right. you, you you skipped a step. Now I really like Last Jedi, but at the same time, you're right. They they basically waited to hear for everything. Almost like a WandaVision. They heard all the theories, gave you the finger. <laughs> like, yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Which is always fun for me, but it's also you know could be frustrating. Yeah, and, and it's funny you said that. Listening to Matt Shackman say how it was a deleted scene where the bunny turned into like this demon that they had to cut. And mm-hmm. the showrunner talk about she didn't even know who the hell Mephisto was. Yeah. Um, it's just hearing things like that is just, get these hands. <laughs> but, you know, it maybe it was never something that, that was um, a necessity 
for them to create. You know, maybe that's something that Sam Raimi has to create. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, she never had to look into Mephisto because it was never a character she was supposed to bring to life. Um, so, you know, it. when I heard that, it bothered me, like when Kathleen came out and was just like, I, I barely know shit about Star Wars. Bitch, why are you in that position then? <laughs> like, you know, but I wanted to also speak to you saying the term, um, oh, God, what did you say? You said... Um, a casual fan a casual fan i want to speak to that because i know when people say that people take it as a negative right but i want to speak to that so my biggest issue with the last jedi was not that ray wasn't a skywalker ray wasn't kenobi's daughter or whatever my biggest issue was luke meant everything to me uh growing up watching old vhs of those star wars movies that's not luke skywalker I've read I've read Star Wars books. I've read the comics. What he gave me for The Last Jedi, that's not Luke Skywalker. That's why I personally felt offended at, right? So if it didn't bother you, I would just say you're not as invested in Luke Skywalker, which is completely fine. But it's the same, it's the equivalent of people who are like, yeah, man, if Zack wanted to kill Batman, you know, why not? Wait, what? <laughs> like, huh? how could you not have a problem with that? <laughs> you know, but that's why I say, I always have to ask the question, are you really a fan of the character? Or do you just like the actor? Do you just like the director? You know, and if that's the case, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't tell me you're a diehard Batman fan and someone tells you not only do you not get to see 20 years of this Batman as a crime fighter, right? He's old now, and then I'm gonna kill him. And then you're just like, yep, sign me up for that. The bulk of his time as Batman will be with a gunner. <laughs> right, exactly, right. So so do you agree with me on the stance of just this, just that example of it doesn't sound right for someone to say I'm a diehard Batman fan. And then what Zach was building with that Batman, you were okay with. Like, I'm not saying that Ben's Batman was bad because you know, you know I don't believe that. You know I think he was the best Batman to date. But it's the vision Zach had for his Batman that just never sat well with me because it's not the Batman that we know. Yeah, like I don't, he had no long-term plans for that Batman. Like it was just Justice League and obviously whatever Ben did with his movies um, would be his thing. But at the end of the day, that Batman was going to get killed off. And there was no like backup. (laughs) I mean, it was like over. There's no, I mean, I, Zach did have a plan for that, but obviously I don't know how many people would have been cool with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely wasn't when you told me. Um, you know, and, and I, I told you I could have gotten around, it, it would have taken forever, but I could have gotten around it if you at least had had the Robin set up, right? Right. If you had Dick Grayson waiting in the wings, you know, to ascend his Nightwing, uh, to be the now the new leader of the Bat family. And, you know, there's Tim Drake there. There's Barbara, um, you know, down the line, if you wanted to bring in uh, Batwoman. Uh, if you had that established, I could at least say I could find a way to get around that. But you telling me in his over 20 years of crime fighting, Joel, yep. he had one Robin. One. And he died. Yeah, yeah. And he died. 
No, nope, nope, nope. We'll yeah, never yeah. feel right with him. Zach. Zach killed Dick Grayson, not Jason. Exactly. <laughs> and, and here's the crazy thing. Let's say he wanted to kill Dick Grayson, right? Like he wanted the audience to really feel the severity of a Robin die. I right. agree with that. But for you to tell me he's been a Batman for over 20 years, and that was the only Robin he had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Can't live with that. Sorry. Nope. That's that's the high. We've, uh, we uh we left Star Wars. Yeah, we did leave Star Wars. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we're in agreement that we do. We are glad that Kathleen Kennedy is keeping her job. We have absolutely no problem with Kathleen Kennedy. But um, I think we can both agree that she's in a position that should be shared um with with Dave Filoni and I don't mean it as like you know because I don't want people to go like oh man you, you know you got a woman in this in this high position and now you're trying no that's not what I'm saying I'm mm -hmm. saying the division of what she's doing seems to be very much money management she is amazing at that again I always credit her solo shouldn't have made as much money as it did it just shouldn't have so many things were going wrong about that movie that should have made that movie more of a disaster than it was, right? I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, but it made more money than most regular movies make. Didn't make Star Wars money, but it made more money than most regular movies could ever dream of. So to me, it's like to me that's like that's like a fucking magician. <laughs> that that seems impossible that she was able to pull that off. So I think she's great at what she does, but you know she's even said she has somewhat lack of knowledge of. The actual Star Wars IP, which is fine. Just bring someone in who does know. Knows, I don't know if she knows anything past that. Wait, say it again, Joel. That she knows the movies. I don't know if she knows anything past that. Right, right, and and that's what I'm that's what I'm speaking to. Uh, when, when she said that, so to me, it's like that's not a problem. That's not a problem at all. Not everyone's Kevin Feige. It's why I tell people not or Dave Filoni <laughs> or Dave Filoni, right? But that's why I tell people not every IP needs a Kevin Feige. You don't. You just need a studio that is willing to do whatever it takes to put the best product out there. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, to me, Kathleen's been doing it. Absolutely. You're absolutely right about that, Joel. I just think she should share it with Dave Filoni and Star Wars will be taken to, to new heights that we've never dreamed of. I mean, shit, Joel, me and you just saw Ahsoka in live action, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Right? That's all. We're about to possibly see Ezra. That's mm -hmm. awesome, you know? So to me, we're living in a world where Star Wars is doing the right, is doing good things. Right. If you can't get your movie IPs good, these this TV thing can only last but so long. Can only last but so long. You have to get your movies going. Um, because at some point, it'll be an oversaturation of TV shows because you understand you can't do the movies right. And we'll get tired of that. <laughs> like... <laughs> We'll get really tired of that. So to me, it's just like, that's why the TVs worked out so well because people were a little fatigued with how poorly, uh, you know, they viewed the movies to be. So then boom, in comes the Mandalorian. No one cares about those movies anymore. So to me, okay. find a good balance. Word. But all right, let's move on. Um, I want to save the show reviews for last. So I want to dig into some more news. Uh, we can talk the Monsters news, uh, Joel, that you brought up. Oh, yeah, the rumor. Um, Rob Zombie has been rumored to be taking over the directing job for the Monsters movie. Uh, now, 
apparently he's a big fan of the monsters and apparently it's going to be like a comedy so i'm very curious how the how that's gonna work out because uh you know people are have really weird feelings against uh rob zombie like i enjoyed rob zombie's halloween the first one mm-hmm. a lot um second one maybe not as much uh and then of course he has really really gory movies <laughs> in his arsenal uh but they're not all that bad um they're a little over overly violent but you know i enjoyed at least some of them uh so I, i'm very curious what his aesthetic is going to be for this movie um uh, if it's a comedy, is it like full comedy? Is it a horror comedy? You know, there's a lot of question marks because I really enjoy the Monsters TV show. So how do you make it a movie? I mean, they did a decent job with the Adams Family. So, I mean, we have yet to see a successful Monsters movie. So I'm curious to see how, how he pulled it off. Yeah, I, all right. So I, I told you this before, so we don't have to get into it, but I never saw any of the Halloweens till Rob Zombie. Really? So that That's first right. one, yeah, that first one. All of disappointments. No, I've I've since then gone back and seen, mm-hmm. and seen the, the OG ones. Okay. Um, but Rob Zombie's mm-hmm. Halloween is my is my all time favorite one. Um, it did something drastically different than the OGs did, and I like that. You know, to mm-hmm. me, I didn't feel as though it was a slap in the face to what the originals did. It was just a different take, you know? It was. And I liked it. Like, like wouldn't you wouldn't want him to rehash exactly what the OGs did, because then we would say, you're messing up a classic, right? right? So to me, I liked that he was trying to go drastically different, more psychological, more into the mind of why um, Myers was was who he was. And I love that, you know? So to me, I, I, I really, really, really respect Rob Zombie um and his creative genius but to me i i'm not that familiar with the monsters um so oh, i think i think caught... go ahead i'm sorry i said it is old it's an old idea. um so what i think caught me more was rob zombie being possibly attached to it um so you know rob zombie could be the the guy to get me into monsters so yeah. you know i i never say no to things like that like if it's something old that you know I'll give you a perfect example, Joel. I didn't hate the new RoboCop, right? Well, but, but hear me out. But it was bad enough that it did get me interested in wanting to know what came before it. And that's mm-hmm. all I really asked for from movies that are, you know, remade. Either be really good was... or be somewhat bad enough to make me want to go back and watch. PG-13, that was his first mistake, that movie. I will never disagree with you on that. Um, but yeah, so to me, it's like if Rob Zombie is indeed um, connected, and and I, you know, I do hope so. That would be what gets me into monsters. Yeah. I'm very curious, you know, a monsters, a monster family, basically. You had the father who was Herman, who was the Frankenstein's monster. You had his wife, who was a vampire, and then you had her father, who was kind of like Dracula and shit, old old vampire. Uh, and then you had their son, who was a werewolf. The little kid, and then you had their niece who was normal. <laughs> it was just this normal person, this pretty young girl who was just not a monster, and she stood out like a sore thumb. Did um, she have pigtails? No, I don't think so. Okay. Just normal hair. No, no problem. I'm thinking she was just normal, you know. <laughs> uh, and they were they looked like monsters, and they lived in that creepy house, and then they they had the fuck I forget the name of the car. There was a name for the car, and it was really cool 
monster car, monster car. Um, it was a fun little show, but it was, it's old and it was black and white. Shit. I used to watch it when I was a kid during Nick at Night. <laughs> so, um, oh, that just, means that means it was a new episode. So that means you watched it when it was off air. Yeah, this, this yeah. fucking show was in the like seventies or whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, old, old. Yeah, so I mean that—that's all I asked for, you know. I—I I, I highly respect Rob Zombie. I wouldn't think Rob Zombie in comedy, um, but um, I always say, man, if these directors want to do it, it means they have, um, you know, a knack for it. You know, it's just because we haven't seen them do it doesn't mean they can't. Um, so you know, I'm interested. Sign me up. You know, I—I I can guarantee yeah. you, I won't go back and watch. <laughs> no black and white monsters but you know it'll at least make me go i want to know more about these characters at least um and i think that's all you could really ask for so sign me up you know if, if he's if he's really attached to it and again it's just a rumor um i'm excited for it i'm really excited for it um all right let's move on uh illuminati came out with a report uh this week i believe it was this week Mm-hmm. Um, that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is starting its casting hunt mm-hmm. and they are looking for a Zac Efron type for Adam Warlock. Um, James Gunn came out uh, a day or two ago uh, mm-hmm. saying that this is... Same, I mean, same day. <laughs> oh, same day. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know if that rumor had been around like before. Uh, but same day. Thank you. Um, and said how that was false. They have not even began the casting process. Um, and you know, he obviously wouldn't uh bottle Adam Warlock into only being a white guy. Like, you know, he could maybe be looking for a black Adam Warlock or a Hispanic <laughs> or an Asian. Um, he just very much so was coming out and very much stepping all over Illuminati. Um I always say this, and me, me and you, Joel, we've talked about this at nauseum. Um, that's what Hollywood does, right? Mm-hmm. It will never happen that before a movie even goes into production, a rumor comes out, and a director or a studio immediately gives it its blessing. It just mm-hmm. never happens. Never happens. Because sometimes it's these castings or castings they do want to keep close to the vest. Right. So they, so they can't, which is when filming begins. When, you know, you obviously see the person. Perfect example, Haley Steinfeld. How many times have they said, what? No. What? Her? No. No. We're looking for someone yeah. else. No. For like a year, yeah. And then they had to confirm it because we saw her literally on the street with Jeremy Renner holding a bow. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't deny it now I'm watching I'm watching her with him yeah. so to me it's like they just don't want that to get away you almost like you'll never hear the Hollywood reporter give you something like that before movies even began to to start anything you know so to me I'm not saying that James Gunn is lying but you know to me I, I don't know I don't know it could be true you know, but he's right. never going to come out and tell you yes. So yeah. Me, um, I, I've asked you this before, you know, and I like to always give give you guys credit. I, I don't follow these scoopers. I don't because, you know, I I usually know that some of them are very much hit and miss. 
some of them are are ones that will never get confirmed until it comes out by Hollywood Reporter or, or you know, the other big ones. So I just mm-hmm. usually don't put much, much stock in paying attention to it. But I asked you, you know, do you trust Illuminati? And you're like, yeah. You know, so I'm like, if Joel trusts them, and I know how much you, uh, is aggregate the right word? Yes. Okay. How much you aggregate with these, um, with these, uh, these scoopers? I'm like, if Joel trusts Illuminati, it means that their, <laughs> their batting average is pretty high. Um, so to me, I, I don't think someone like Illuminati would risk their reputation to just make something up. Right. Um, so if they were wrong, then they were lied to by someone they trust, which again mm-hmm. could happen, you know, it because I always say this directors very much could be in a meeting and go, Yeah, I want a Zach Efron type, right? On a Monday. Yeah. And then they come back together on a Wednesday and you're not privy to that meeting. Bro, All Zac you Efron. know is the last thing that you heard, which was the Zach Efron thing, but now it's changed. You know what I'm saying? So Stuff like that happens all the time. Me and you were very much into that, very much in that beef of uh, the director for Logan versus Umberto, where um, I very much vocalized my support of Umberto um, because mm-hmm. his, batting, his batting average is just way too goddamn high to think that he would make something like that up. At the time, yes. yes. Right, at the time. Um, Still very much so, but I'm saying at the time. No, no, no. Yeah, he just started to rap at that at that point. Like, it was early on. Right. Um, so we know what happened with that. I got cursed out and, you know. Um, of the night. I'm like, why are you starting to fight with directors in the middle of the night? Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, I support Umberto, man. Like, he was. You know, I did too. He had joined our page. You know, he had posted some stuff on our page. It's a really mm-hmm. good dude, man. Still does. Um, yeah, still does. Really good dude. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up for, for my guy. Um, But it happens all the time. So, Joel, your, your thoughts, man, do, do you view it the same way to where it's like you'll never know because the director won't ever let you know till it's time to let you know? Um, Yeah, I, I pretty much agree. Um, Especially with the Illuminati, I, I do trust them. Um, I'm not saying they're perfect, but they're pretty high. They're pretty good. Uh, when it comes to news um but as soon as they dropped it for a guardian they're like fuck i'm like that's not gonna work for, <laughs> like i knew he was gonna say something um they should have known better uh than to put out a scoop on on guardians with with, with um james gun out there because he's gonna debunk it or he's gonna say something because he always does <laughs> so uh you definitely have to be careful with him uh and he's not even if he's not um, even if he's um lying like just it's better we better just give it to yourself at this point <laughs> um because and he's a fun follow because of it he's very vocal which i appreciate um but like like we we're saying like he definitely teased adam warlock <laughs> you know what i mean in the last one we've heard possibilities of him being in the third one for a while but we don't know for sure there's so many characters that can be in this third movie so like we'll see um but i'm we'll see like that's really all it is like we have to wait and see and if he ends up casting an animal like well, well you know the, the trades will tell us because i doubt he'll fight the trades <laughs> no he, he won't fight the trades which is why i say i'm not a fan of him doing it because <laughs> he, if it is true all right it is six true, right? From now he he'll won't come out he won't come out and apologize to illuminarity you know right. and society won't come back and go 
oh, damn, my bad, Illuminati. I didn't mean to side against you. Like, oh, damn, you were right. No, that's not how the I'm, world works. They'll be all right, though, because they have a good batting average. No, I, I don't think it'll ruin them, but I'm just saying it could ruin <laughs> someone doing that. Yes, it could, especially if you don't have a good reputation. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying if you're, if you're starting in the scoop, the scoop business and your scoop is right, but we don't oh. get out till way later, no one comes back to you and goes, oh, damn, you were right. That doesn't happen like that. It, I know not normally, but I mean, these days I've seen a lot of guys get props. You know, like, oh, like uh, within this within their own scoop game, they'll definitely give each other props. Oh, like, oh, sure. this guy got it for him, yeah. For sure. But what gets you what gets <sighs> you off the ground is when that is when you have someone else uh, of a higher caliber that comes out and was just like yeah. original scoop from blah blah. That's blah. Wh- that's why it's always nice when the trade acknowledges a, right. a lesser, you know, right. uh, scooper for that. Yeah, uh, but I do think Adam Warlock, maybe whether it's in this movie or not, I, you can't tell me with sorcery becoming a very big thing in the MCU, Adam Warlock's not on the horizon at some point. Yeah, I mean, again, they teased it in the second one. <laughs> so. Right, but I mean, you're right. You know, we don't know if, if James has changed the script since then, so maybe Adam Warlock isn't in it. I'm just saying, no way Adam Warlock doesn't pop up in the MCU That's one way or another. Correct. Um, but all right, I think that's all we got for. Oh no, no, we got. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think we had another, another story before we get into our shows. Um, trying to remember what it was. I th- I think I brought it up too, which is killing me. Um, I can't remember. Um, you'll definitely remind me before we get out of here. Um, was there another? Was there a casting that I'm forgetting about? Flash? Yes, that's what it was. Boom. See? Fucking love this guy. Um, mm. Kiersey Clemens has been confirmed to coming back as Iris West. Mm-hmm. In Flash standalone. Um, as Iris, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Flash standalone movie, uh, which I love. Because uh, to have gotten rid of her would have been like, for what? <laughs> like, why you have iris here already no need to recast nothing she's sitting right here um i enjoy this news uh how about you joel um yes i love it because you know i like the, the originally she originally got cast for in the justice League movie so we'll be seeing her soon uh, next week actually <laughs> and um I'm glad they're keeping her for because why bother? I mean, she was already cast. So why, why, why go through it all when you already have someone? That's what I. To me, so. and it causes an unnecessary uh, right you know, shit storm. Well, it's just like, yeah, know. the people are gonna complain, and then like, if this is your the universe, you're still continuing. I mean, why why bother recasting? It doesn't make sense. Exactly. Exactly. You had to recast Batman to continue doing movies, but not because you had to. <laughs> right. You know? like if Ben was staying, there would have been no conversation of another Batman. Right. But the fact that he's not staying is why you had to replace yeah. Batman. So it's completely yeah. different. It's completely yeah, it's, it's a headache. It's a headache. <laughs> that we try our best to not willingly go through <laughs> on no. a daily basis. So if you can keep things normal, keep them normal. Right. Um, but speaking of Flash, we can get into the CW. Banging shows. Uh, starting with the Flash. Flash is in its second week. Um, these episodes very much are 
fillers of mm-hmm. what was supposed to be a finale from last year. Yeah. So I'm mentally it's weird. Right. So I'm mentally approaching it like that. Like these aren't the episodes that are really supposed to be important for the course of where this, this is season. going. Yeah. Right. That should end next week, I think. The third I do the believe third. next week, yeah, is is the big end all to be all before we hopefully get Godspeed um going forward. Uh and reverse flash looks like he'll be involved in this some way or another. From uh, yeah. from the that was a weird ending, yeah. Very weird. Uh, <laughs> but I've I've mentally it, it's like you just said, it's weird. I'm mentally in a whole nother space when it comes to these episodes because it's technically the finale from last year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like watching it. I'm saying like uh watching it, it's just it feels like you you're walking into a show that just paused and started over and then started again, right. not not new. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, remember last week, last season, which was a couple months ago? <laughs> like, oh, damn, it was a while back. <laughs> it's very much the feeling of walking in and someone's already watching a movie. Yeah, it's kind of like that. You're like, oh shit, like, yeah, I do. I thought this was all oh, you're right. It wasn't over. <laughs> right, right. Um, so mentally, I'm I'm not really invested because technically this is not this the the current story I've been waiting for, which mm. was Godspeed. Which again, if not for COVID, we'd already be knee deep in some Godspeed right now. Um, so mentally, I'm just like this is old. I'm waiting mm-hmm. for the new. Um, I was I was intrigued by them. I think it was last week, the first episode. Um, when she came out of the mirror, the mirror, what, the new mirror master, the girl. Yeah, when she went to go see um, the original mirror master in, in the, the top, mm-hmm. and that 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 original mirror master was just a something she created. I was like, oh shit, that's interesting. <laughs> I did think that was interesting. I, I've I've long let go of Flash doing things accurately, <laughs> um, so I just looked at him and was just like, okay, that, that's new. I can't I can't argue that it's new. I always say, give me something new. That is new. Um, so, um, but yeah. So mentally, I, I've checked out. So I'm I'm waiting for two weeks from now, where I get the this season story. <laughs> Um, and I can get knee deep in some Godspeed. I've, I've been waiting for Godspeed. It's legit the only other thing they can go to. They've done everything else. Um, so I'm like, I, I want to see how they do this. I want to see how they pull it off. I want to see uh, if they're going to shove reverse flash <laughs> our throats again. That's one villain that I've I've grown so tired, but yet not tired enough of. Um, is reverse. I feel like every time I'm like, all right, he is gone. They're just mm-hmm. like, nope, here he is. And it's just like, oh. apparently they want to bring back Zoom too. I like Zoom. I love, I love the combination of Zoom. Teddy Sears yeah. with, um, what's his name's voice? Uh, uh, Tony Todd. Yeah. Tony Todd. That's brilliant. Um, I also love the, uh, let me not say love, but I love that Tobin Bell was the voice of Avatar. Um, yeah, you know it's just genius casting, and I couldn't believe they actually could afford to Bell. Um, yeah. It's it's probably why that season's CGI looks so shitty. It's Pitbull <laughs> Bell. Right. Um, but yeah, to me, Joel, I've said this numerous times. The story is about a speedster. 
I don't want to see other villains than speedsters. Obviously, not every season, but the focus should be speedsters. Uh, it'd be like unless they do the rogues uh, correctly (laughs) well yeah I'm with you on that but to me it's like you're giving me a Green Lantern show but all their villains have like they're just normal guys that have guns or weapons or tools it's like bitch no other lanterns have him fight other lanterns like that's what I'm here for no do I need every season of it no but do I need majority of your seasons of it Yes, because you have enough lanterns to do that. So it's like, if he yeah. has enough speedsters, give me speedsters. Right, and that's why I wonder if we'll ever, we'll ever get the Red Death. I do think, Joel, if it's renewed for at least another two to three seasons, that's how they end it. Red Death? It's with Red Death. That'd be interesting. I just, to me, it's like... God, imagine doing that. Well, oh. here's the only reason why I say that, Joel. If you do, let's say they get renewed for next year, right? And which I already think they did. If you do Red Death next year and then you get renewed again, there is no one else to top that. What, what do you do after that? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, for the CW, if, if we're talking a movie universe, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't have Red Death necessarily as, as the end all to be all. Or if they maybe had done the CW universe with Flash a lot better, I wouldn't have, because you could have gotten a little bit more creative, but for the CW and what we know they've used and they've gotten rid of, like the Captain Colds and stuff like that. Yeah. Red Death does seem like how you how you end it all. That's just how you end it all. I mean, you even flirted with the idea of Stephen Amell being the actual Red Death. Yeah. Um, kind of just bringing everything everything back home. Um. So yes, yeah, so, I mean that's that's ultimately how I think you you would end it, but. Um, I didn't know that, so thank you for telling me about Zoom coming back. Um, fucking yeah. love that. Uh, we we know uh, we uh, we're big fans of Teddy Sears and what he did in season two. Um, yeah, cool. Bring it back. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to break down from these first two episodes? Uh, not really. I mean, I I, I kind of I had to put it on mute at the end, so I'm not really sure how the fuck uh, Killer Frost was running so fast <laughs> like, oh, she um she took the comp uh what was it uh the compound v or whatever remember that stuff that uh zoom um no remember that one episode with that speedster chick took yes. that velocity yes. that velocity that's oh, okay that's yeah yeah oh, okay yeah which, that makes sense so, it still doesn't make sense that don't tell me just regular people can fucking take this and be okay like all right, come on, CW, really? Um, but visually, it looked a lot better than I ever thought it could, if I can give them some credit. Looks pretty good. Word. Mixing word, word. Speed with the ice. Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. I was, in pre- uh, I was just confused because I'm like, whoa, what, what? I missed something. I had, again, I had, I had it on mute, so I couldn't really hear it. <laughs> yeah, he had said it when um, they landed on top of the parking garage. He had mm-hmm. told her, like, you know, it's the Velocity V is almost run out of, you know, you're almost out of it. So, like. Right. You got to do what you got to do right now. Yeah, because Flash was, like, no emotions. Flash was right. kind of cold, bro. He was kind of being a dick. <laughs> he, was. he was just like, damn, that's Cisco's girlfriend and our. <laughs> and that's too our, bad. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Too bad you'll never see her again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I, I I thought that was pretty good. But um, you want to move to Superman and Lois? Sure. 
Um, I really, I really love this show. I, I really do. I, I know, I, I, and you know, this has always been a, a bothersome for me, but I'm never interested in the, the teenage struggle in any superhero story that is, that doesn't have the teenagers as the main focus, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Cause it's just like, it's, it's just like, Oh my God. I, I think because I'm so close to have, uh, uh, the age to where I've lived it. It's just like seeing it is just like, I no interest, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but your world building here. Um, and I love everything about this show. I really do. I did think they could have cleaned up that hotel scene a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause a lot of things weren't explained. Like I thought maybe that was, um, God, what's the, the robot that has the kryptonite inside of him? Metallo. Yes. I thought that was Metallo. And unless I missed something, they never explained who the hell that guy was. I mean, hell, they killed him <laughs> at the end of the episode. No, yeah, I don't I don't know who he was. It didn't matter, obviously. He was just a henchman. Well, no, <laughs> the only reason why I'm saying I wanted to know more about him was he was withstanding Superman's punches. Superman was also very curious. What the fuck is going on? (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, that's not just something normal people should be able to do. So, you know, obviously they'll explain it at some point, but it threw me completely off. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, yeah, I did wish that they could, I did wish that they cleaned up that uh, hotel scene a little bit. Um, I don't ever, Joel, let me repeat myself, ever want to see Superman fighting close in in, uh, in, um, a close... You know what I'm trying to say, like yeah, I do. inside a room. <laughs> he needs open space. Don't ever box him in like that. It looks so ugh. Um, but overall, love this episode. I have a, a inkling, Joel, that Lana's daughter is gonna get abilities at some point or become a thorn in the boy's side. Um, something's gonna happen. Like that's not gonna be a happy ending between um. Uh, the uh the son with powers and her like something's gonna go awry there and she's gonna be a thorn in their side somehow um that whole really angry really angsty kind of kind of thing they're going with with her I, I think that's gonna prove to be a little bit more um but I love it I, I really do the lowest lane is really growing on me I wasn't a fan when she was casted I didn't really care for her during the crossovers but she's really winning me over in in this show um, which is what I had hoped for, like when I could really see her fleshed out, that it would grow on me. And it really is. Um, and what's his name is Superman is just I'm mm-hmm. loving it each and each day. I, <laughs> every day I see him. I'm loving it more and more, especially that suit. But enough of me, Joel, your thoughts on uh, these first few episodes. Uh, it's been great. Like The CGI has been good for a TV show. Like it's looked, it's looked good. It's an interesting story. Uh, it definitely is taking uh, aspects of the I'm trying to think which run it was, but there was definitely a run recently. Like, because uh, I think it was Rebirth. I think as soon as it reached there, like, because it was at, at that point, it was like combining the new 52 Superman with the original Superman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was weird shit. I think they killed that one off and then Rebirth. The original Superman took over, like, uh, from the original timeline, but, but that's very confusing. Um, the point is that. That one is the one that had was living in Smallville on the farm with Jonathan, you know, like the kid, they had a son. Because uh, <clears throat> that the, the Jonathan Kent that we know in the comic books, um, 
it's literally like a, he was born in a different timeline. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. It's like he's not a normal kid. Like he wasn't born in that that in that same. Or it was really weird. It's hard to explain. So the fact that they're taking aspects of that storyline and they're bringing it into this show, but they gave him twins, which I'm still waiting. To, still very curious about all that Jordan and and John type of thing. Why twins? Why they feel like they needed to do twins instead of like the traditional, just the one, you know? So yeah. I'm still waiting for that. I'm still, I got an eye, I got an eyebrow up for that. <laughs> this is something up. Think, me and you talked about it. I do think that he's going to get, he's going to get powers. Yeah, I think they'll both probably get powers. I'm just saying, I don't know. Um, I'm just still very iffy about why there was two when there was originally one. Well, uh, we'll see. You know, like, well, obviously, if crisis is crisis, and that's how they're going to explain it. But there was just one kid, and then they, they ended up with twins. I'm going to see if they eventually explain that, or if it ever gets, explained, you know. I wonder which one was the pre-crisis kid. Um, I think it was John. That's why. That's why it's weird. Jordan Jordan's a brand new character. Like he was made for the show at this point. You know. Wait, is Jordan the the emo one? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. That's yeah, Jordan's the emo one, the one that got powers first. So that's why I'm like, hmm, who are you, Jordan? <laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I it's it's so crazy because I never thought I'd be in love with a Superman story that I don't have a Jimmy Olsen. I don't have yes, no, Jimmy. I don't have the accurate accurate Lex. You're not in Metropolis. Like, there's so many things that I've been waiting to see from a Superman that this is deriving, that this is kind of like separating itself from. And but I it's also thought, refreshing too. You know, I was just about to say I never thought I would like it. And I'm, 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 well, I always told you I'm not a big Superman fan, but I'm loving everything that I'm seeing. Like, I can't wait to see more of this new Lex Luthor. I can't wait to see him. Yeah. Maybe there is an Olsen, but he's just still in Metropolis, you know? Like, it's possible. Well, well the Olsen is, is Jimmy from, from Supergirl. Oh, freak. Oh, Jesus. That would have. It would have probably helped if I ever watched Supergirl, right? Yeah, <laughs> you have. That's what makes it worse. <laughs> oh, wow, then that's crazy. How forgettable that was for me. But I James can... Olsen is James Olsen, who yeah. living in his hometown. That's where last time I checked, he was there. Uh, I think, or did he die? I forget. I don't ever like a Jimmy Olsen that doesn't hit the button for for uh, Superman to come around. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, he had to watch. Superman watch. Oh, was it for Supergirl? Or was it for actually? No, it's for Superman. Oh, so they actually showed it in an episode where he hit it and Superman came. No, well, well at the time, as he moved to National City, he was using it for her, but he had it for him. Oh, okay. And, he, and she, and eventually, originally, he sent. It was Clark that told Jimmy to to go over there to keep an eye on her. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. All right. Um, well, even though he went by James, and he was nothing like Jimmy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly what you mean we've seen it done way too many times my brother um but yeah I, i'm loving everything they're doing with this um the visuals are really good i hope they keep it up because i tell you this right now you lose the visuals i don't love this 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 show enough to <laughs> to stay if you have piss poor visuals yeah the so, visuals have been very good so yeah <laughs> so yeah you maintain that for sure yeah what's with the the, the mystery woman at the end there like who's that yeah very much so who's that um and 
yeah, there's just a lot of questions. Like, will we ever see John Cryer um, uh, reprise his role uh, in this show? Uh, well, I guess we're gonna have to wait till Supergirl's over. I think. Oh, for sure. I just mean, is is he was he in the plans? Like before even Supergirl was was gonna go, uh, was was this always meant for this Lex Luthor to stay? Um, I don't know. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not asking you. I know you don't know. I'm saying that's what's on my mind. Like I can't wait to see how that all plays out. Um, because I I like this Lex Luthor. I wouldn't Girl, mind. I think if there's a chance he'll definitely show up on super in Superman. Oh, for sure. But I, I, the point I was making was if if he doesn't, and this guy is the permanent Lex, I don't mind. Like he's been pretty good. I, mm-hmm. I, I'd like to see more from him for sure. Um, like you don't have to throw one away to get the other is what I'm saying. I get you. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to move into Black Lightning. This is the Joel portion of this show. You're going to walk us through uh, the last few episodes of Black Lightning and um, how you're liking it so far this season. Pretty good. Like, I liked it. Uh, he basically went into like self retirement, <laughs> but then it's, it's definitely more, he's like more emo this season after like the captain died and shit. So, well, not the captain, his friend, the detective friend of his died. Um, he took it real personal uh, at the end of last season. So um, we kind of stopped being Black Lightning, at least the first couple episodes, and went into like some type of fight club. It was really weird, but that's how he was dealing with it. He was really violent. <laughs> he was re- like, in this season, he's, he's been pretty violent this season, but which I appreciate because he's definitely pretty cool. He's cooler when, he, when he's mad. Uh, the girls still do their thing. Uh, the last two episodes have been interesting because. Uh, Lightning has definitely been fucking around up real high in the ion sphere, whatever it's called, really up in the up in the atmosphere. Um, and she, they they told her to stop doing that for some I forgot what reason it was, but well, the last episode it looked like she fucking disintegrated, <laughs> just went into the sky and just disappeared. And so you're like, it looks like it absorbed her up there. And like they told her not to do it, but she still kept doing it. Because I guess she would use it to heal herself up and shit like that. So that was weird because I thought the kid killed her. Because I'm like, oh, they're going to do that? That's your last season. Like, why would you kill her so quickly? Um, but they brought her back um, at the end of this most recent episode. But not like you might expect. They brought her back, and went, oh, but she looks nothing like she used to. And she's not even the same actress. So I'm like. What is going on in this show? <laughs> it's very crazy. So Lightning is now played by a different character, a different actress. And I don't know if it's going to stay that way, but as of right now, Lightning is not the same character. Or not the same actress. Well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very weird. I'm very curious how they explain that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Jeez, yeah. Goodness gracious. Even Joel's just like, what the f- What did I walk in on? Yeah, it's um, really, yeah, he finally became. They finally put the black lightning costume on last week. I mean, this week. So it's the first time we see him as black lightning in the last three episodes. So, yeah, I did give you my word that uh, season was over. I would just binge from the second season all the way to now. It's um, not a show. It's one of the better CW shows, honestly. No, I I told you it was never. A, it was never a thing of. I thought it was bad. It's just you ever have one of those things where it's like you start something and then a billion other different things come out. And then by yeah. the time you circle back, it's like, oh, fuck, a whole season and a half is gone. <laughs> yeah. like, I do that. So, with I wait till it's over and I binge it. 
<laughs> right. So I don't I don't want to make it I don't want to make it seem like I lost interest in Black Lightning because I thought the first season was great. Um and we actually got to top off the first season with meeting them all. Yeah, um, that was cool. So, you know, I have no problem with the show. It was just one of those things where it was just like so much else had, had come up that I just couldn't make it back around. Um, it, it was also still when I was trying to try my best to enjoy uh Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have the energy for all of this. <laughs> like I just I, I can't. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 been in my plans to circle back. So I'll make sure I do that. Um, I it's wrapping up soon, right? Because there's not like- soon, it just started, but yeah, this is the last season, just like oh. Supergirl. So these two seasons are done. Oh, yeah, this oh. is the, the final seasons. I didn't mean wrapping up. I'm sorry. I think what I meant to ask you was it's going on break soon because oh yeah, yeah. Legends and Supergirl have to start up and they're gonna need the they're gonna need that spot. Oh, yeah, Superman's going on break in like I think episode five or some shit, or after episode five. And then Supergirl's gonna take its place and then uh once it ends, I think Superman will come back or some shit like that. It's weird. To me, I'll never understand, especially in this pandemic why they don't just do Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Because there's only, what, four shows, right? Four or five? There is there's five shows, I think. Five? Yeah, you could double up on one day, but just do Saturday to <laughs> Tuesday. Um, I, I, I don't know why studios always think no one's in the house watching something on Saturday. Yeah, they don't um, like yeah, Saturday, especially. They definitely don't do it Saturday. I, I, I mean, I get it usually, I guess, but during this pandemic would have been a perfect time to try it out. Um, because you know, I can't nobody do shit, so <laughs> they got no choice but to watch something. Um, mm. now if it's your show, who knows? But, <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, so because I just I, I don't like when shows go on break, I, I really, really, really don't. I'm never a fan of that. Don't don't go on break, yeah. Superman's going on break though. <laughs> I, I'm never a fan of that, but um, yeah, so Black Lightning, jo- Joel's hyping this man. This, this sounds pretty dope. I can't wait to kind of dive through it all um, when this season's over and kind of see how, how it ends up. Um, we don't have any other CW show, right? That's it, right? Oh, uh, yeah, Flash of Man, but that's it, yeah. For now. Yeah, Batwoman was... Uh, oh, yeah, Batwoman's on break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it keeps, like, there's, like, an episode and then not an episode, an episode, not an episode, I don't know. Which is crazy because I think this is our last episode for a while uh, coming up this Sunday. Oh, where- shit. It looks like the kryptonite is killing her, and she's like on her way out. She's gonna kill Alice. Um, right. So we'll, we'll see the fallout of that, and I think it'll probably end on a cliffhanger. It'll go away for a while, then it'll come back. Are we sure Supergirl's not taking that Sunday spot? Or take uh, she's she's taking Superman's spot, I believe. So that that was announced, I believe. I'm just curious on then why is Batwoman going on going on break? I mean, it did start before all these other shows. So, I mean, I get it. This would be around the time uh, uh, year year wise where they'd be on their winter break, I, I guess. Uh, yeah. On their winter break. But I don't know. It just seems so soon, I guess. Um, but yeah. So, you know, we, we have nothing to say, guys, about <laughs> Batwoman till, till um, that decides to come back. Right, so next week, right. <laughs> where we have an episode to break down. But um, I- I'm still really curious on how they're going to pull off this kryptonite story with 
without her having to talk over. Yeah. They, uh, as long as it's better than the way, than the way Black Lightning did their Flash one, because like he didn't even show up, and I'm like, well, they, he definitely would have showed up if it wasn't for the fucking pandemic. But they definitely referenced him and used him without actually showing him in the most recent episode of Black Lightning, <laughs> which is weird. I'm like, oh, that's just awkward. And like, oh, I mentioned Flash, and well, didn't really mention him like by name, but definitely was talking about him. And then he comes back with the what he needed really quickly and you're like well fuck that means his friend is fast <laughs> like, right and they, exactly. they, they definitely they know who it was because they obviously referenced it afterward again but we didn't actually get to see barry and it's obviously because he wasn't allowed right. to be there pandemic. Right. um yeah i i don't know i'm just really curious on how they do it um because it's like to me i always thought it was just the weirdest fucking angle to have like why you needed to force the connection of Batwoman and Superman um, when you had just started the connection of Batwoman and Supergirl. Um, so I always thought it was weird, but I liked it because they were telling me that, you know, it was a necessity based off of something that happens to Batwoman. She would need Clark's help. And now it's just like, all right, so now you're going to tell me there's like this scientist out there that's like, I know everything about kryptonite. Glad you came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of the guy whose planet it comes from. <laughs> um, so it'll just be interesting to see how they play it all out. But yeah, this year is going to suck, especially knowing that Black Lightning's ending. Um, yeah. I wanted a, uh, an arc of at least two episodes of Barry in, in um, Black Lightning. Black Lightning, yeah. Sucks. yeah. This definitely wasn't one of them, but we got screwed. <laughs> yeah, so nothing we can do. Um, what you been watching lately, Joel? Well, I've been watching um a lot of shit, man. Uh, I've been rewatching the uh, Supernatural because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to finish it, and now I'm gonna do it. You know, now that it's over, because that's the problem; it was never finished. Now that it's over, I'm definitely gonna finish it. Um, so I've been watching that. Um, I've been watching the. What's it called? Uh, Pacific Rim Black. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I have that. I'm starting that tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna start that tonight. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I like it. Um, quick, quick watch. You know. Um, don't watch. What else am I watching? Um, <clears throat> I just. I know. I, I'm all caught up now. On the whole Vampire Diaries universe. So Vampire Diaries originals legacies. I'm. I'm all caught up. Uh, so that's ongoing though. So I'm just, it's a weekly. So I'm watching, I'm still watching those, but <clears throat> I'm all caught up on that. And that's really, I recommend it for those that are into vampires and shit like that. It's not that bad. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not bad at all, actually. It's pretty cool. So I really enjoy that, that universe, the, the world building, especially the legacies one, because it feels, it's not like Vampire Diaries or Originals. It's very different, but it's very, almost like x-men with monsters so i, I really enjoy it <laughs> that's high ass praise and if it's coming from joel that's the ultimate form of high praise he doesn't throw that shit around yeah, it's, um I love monsters and i love x-men <laughs> um i am in the middle of uh, running through spider-man the animated series again um the original? The original. yeah the original I'm doing it. I'm doing it out of protest because no one has spectacular Spider-Man. Like I have to unfortunately go buy it. Um, yeah. 
So I'm like kind of watching the OG Spider-Man in like the highest form of protest because all I want is to watch Spectacular Spider-Man. Like it's the simplest of things. It's all I want in this world is to watch the Spectacular Spider-Man series. Um, but I've been going through that again, kind of because, you know, I, I, we talked about it a while ago. I want to see Blade. I want to see Morbius. I want to see mm-hmm. Daredevil. Um, I want to see all these different arcs because they were done so well. Um, mm-hmm. One, I think I'll skip because it will forever piss me off on who he picked. But the X-Men crossover where it was like, Spider-Man, you can choose you can choose your own team. And I was just like, what well, the fuck? Let's do X-Men crossover. Let's do regular X-Men crossover. And then there's the one at the end where it's secret with secret wars and he chooses Storm. Yeah, I was but just the like, X-Men one where you it's the actual X-Men team from the cartoon. Right, right. Um, it was the one you're talking about when he cho- when he chose Storm. I was just like, mm, that's a Secret Wars one. That's the end. It's like the end. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, all right, clearly you like <clears throat> for sure. Um, I'm I'm about to get into For All Mankind for Tia. She wants someone to review it with. So All Mankind, what's that? Uh, the Joel Kinnaman, um, Ashton. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna dive into that for her. Um, obviously, American Gods has been kicking up. It's about to end. Good. That's really good. Um, I've been enjoying American Gods this season. I could say that. <laughs> I would definitely like to see an animated prequel. Animated prequel? Okay. <laughs> no, and the only reason I'm saying that is about the old war. Remember the old war that Odin oh. was talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to see a live action version of that because I think you can kind of get as gory and as deep as you want with an animated series uh, than you can with live action. So I would like to see um, an animated uh, series of a prequel for, for American gods um, where we can kind of see all the gods in their true forms in all out war, you know, like instead of just hearing about the stories and quick flashbacks, get deep into the war, man. Like I want to see some more war. Um, and I haven't really been watching anything else because I actually just got, um, I took, I, you know, I, I was over your house recently. Um, the Mortal Kombat, the Mario, mm-hmm. Let's Go right. you in LA Noir. Um, so noir. I, noir. So I've been trying to dig deep in those, but the Mortal Kombat game, one thing, Switch, I got to tell you, the cutscenes are clear as day looks beautiful right looks beautiful like it would on a playstation it's when it gets blurry when they're about to enter the fight that is just like why does it look so fuzzy like when you fight it looks fine it looks looks beautiful but mm-hmm. when it's blending from the cutscene into the fight it gets fuzzy right mm-hmm. before the fight begins and i'm just like oh, it fucking pulls me out every time i see it um, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, these are a lot of characters that a lot of them I've been out of the loop of Mortal Kombat for God knows how long. Uh, mm. more OG, and that's that's all I know. So I'm seeing characters I've really never heard of before. Um, there's I'm a character... thing. no, I, I definitely watched the cutscenes, but to me, I never really paid that much attention. I, I kind of was just watching like, the, the action. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. like, what are you watching them for? Yeah, the action. You know, I mean, like when I watched The Last of Us, I I watched that really for the um, for the story. So if there were like certain moments of like action or something, I didn't really pay that much because I was just more curious about the story. Um, action to me only excites me when I know I can play it. 
<laughs> the story is what I watch cutscenes usually for. Because um, it's what I spend my time skipping when I have the actual game. Is <laughs> the story. Uh, I, get right I, into that I can never play with watch you play i'd fucking die <laughs> <laughs> i don't have the patience for it man get me right into it and you know it's funny <laughs> this is how this is how twisted i am i'll skip it and then get mad that i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> like, yeah. like where am i supposed to be going it's like dude you skipped it <laughs> that's why you have no idea yeah, um, ridiculous uh so yeah so i've been in that um me and you have gotten a chance to check out Invincible and uh, the Snyder Cut. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we, we've given some time to that. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for um, the Snyder Cut to come out worldwide next week. Plus Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Plus, only two weeks from that, we get Kong versus Godzilla. Yes. And then we head into the month of all months where we get more. By the way, let me say this. Mm. I just played with him for the first time. Kung Lao, Joel, for the first time. He's the one with the hat that ha- that he can spin as like a weapon, right? Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking, like, all right, this is part in Mortal, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 where mm-hmm. um, you're fighting, you're fighting like your evil clones and it's yeah. Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Mm-hmm. And they allow you to choose which one you wanna you wanna fight with. Right. And I was doing Liu Kang like for the longest, and then I was just like, you know what? For Joel, I'm gonna do Kung Lao. I played it. Oh my god! I can't wait to see him in this movie, Joel. Holy mo! He's creeping up as my number three favorite Mortal Kombat character. Like Liu Kang is my all time. <laughs> All time, nothing will ever, ever, ever come close to Liu Kang. Um, my second is tied, obviously, with Scorpion and um, Sub Zero, yeah. and my third was always Raiden. You know, fucking love Raiden, but now it's like Kung Lao is climbing that, climbing that ladder, man. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to see how the game progresses a little bit more, so I can play with him a little bit more. Well, I was gonna ask you, like, who are you playing with? But I forget that you like don't change characters very often. Well, no, you gotta remember, you gotta remember in this Mortal Kombat story mode, um they you make you pick, yeah, you don't get to pick one person. Which is great. Yeah, so I don't have just one person I've been playing as. Like, um, there's levels to where it'll be Scorpion and Sub Zero for like yeah. 20 minutes, and you can I go watch. between those two. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was it was good. I love the story mode. I mean, the last the story with the last four games have been amazing. I agree. I completely agree. So I just wanted to give you a shout out. I know that's your boy, um, Who? Kung Lao. No, my boy is Scorpion. No, 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 no. I don't mean like your your all time. I just mean that you really like. I don't hear many people talk about Kung Lao. That's because I know who Kung Lao is, and it's like he oh, wasn't in the original okay. I got movie, you. and like. He's always been a cool-looking character, mm. but he's never gotten any type of love, it seems like to me. Um, so, like, I'm very happy that he's in this movie. <laughs> um, and the movie seems to be following what the game does, like the, him and um, Liu Kang being related and yep. being close. So I'm, like, really cool. I'm, like, really excited for that. I can't wait, man. I just fucking love Liu Kang. So I can't wait. Um, but that's all we got for this week, right, Joel? Um. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. The before we go, because I know it's I mean, we've been going for how long now? 
almost two hours. Um, the the power of girl casting. What do you think about that? Oh yes, 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 yes. There is one philosophical issue I had. Um, Philosophical. Yes, I don't like them making Buttercup black, (laughs) and it's only because it's the stereotype of the angry black woman. It's like make Bubbles black, (laughs) have someone else be Buttercup. Um, I, I don't need my black woman being angry all, all the fucking time, but it's a great cast. I know all three of the actresses, um, obviously Chloe from, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, Dove. I, I now, I, once they anna- announced the cast, cause I remember I told you I have no interest in this show, but once they announced the cast, I did, I can now picture in my head how they're going to craft this. And I like it. I like it. I thought they were going to go a high school route that's why i'm not interested in that shit i'm not interested in cw doing the same cw shit but now that i know that they're not doing that they're not young girls they're not teen girls they're grown-ass women they're young young adults (laughs) right right i love it they're like they're like early 20s right which yeah i guess for chloe yeah i guess that kind of lines up um yeah so i'm excited to see what they look like um because obviously yeah. their, their costumes won't be anywhere near what they were in the show oh um, well, yeah i mean if, if i had to guess they probably don't have adult costumes yet you know because they haven't been superheroes for a while right so they're gonna have to like, make new ones right they probably will probably have flashbacks in them in their costumes when they're kids but that's about it yeah and i do want to see how they go about their power base you very yes. much have been very vocal about not liking op Powerpuff Girls were as OP as, as a fucking children's cartoon could get. So, oh, yeah, they're like Superman without all the extra powers. It's just exactly. strength right? and heat vision. <laughs> um, but I'll be very interested to see how far they go with their abilities because, you know, the cartoon didn't really, wasn't really interested in exploring outside of just like, like you said, the, the you know, the traditional powers. But right. it was always said within the show that they were stronger than that um but you know it's a cartoon so they're like i don't need to get into that they could run super fast or whatever like you know they can fly shoot lasers and they're strong kids will love right Um, they can fly and they can shoot lasers right but i'll tell you this now now that i know that they're older i cannot wait to see the rowdy rough boys boys. (laughs) it better not be made in the fucking prison toilet is is all I know. Uh, <laughs> well, they they have to exist. So where have they been? You gotta ask that. You know, right? And how do you visually do her or him? How do you visually do Mojo Jojo? Oh my God, her him. <laughs> That's yeah. the perfect time to introduce a character that doesn't have a gender. <laughs> yeah. uh, which is weird because whenever you heard her I, I it, but her they should definitely get a tranny for that character. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. For sure. And well, what's his pronoun? Oh, this is going to be perfect. <laughs> the biggest thing about progression is they got to do different by the mayor. Uh, not the mayor, but the, uh, his secretary. Because yeah. he very much sexualized her in that cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's probably old now, right? So. Well, yeah, 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 for sure. Maybe she's the mayor. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, but I need that phone. I, that's a deal breaker, Joel. I yeah. need to Who's gonna be pro- Professor Utonium? I'm an older, older professor. 
Yeah. Um, oh, fucking Mojo Jojo. How you do that? I, well, look. Look at it like this. CW did Grodd way better than we thought they could. True. And they did King Shark, too, pretty good. Yeah. So I'm like, Mojo Jojo should be pretty easy to, to get done. Um, <laughs> it's going to be funny, though. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. They used to beat the dog on Mojo Jojo. I mean, goodness gracious. That monkey took some ass whippings in his day. Um, <laughs> but yes, I need that. Like, to me, there's just a few iconic things that are a deal breaker. I need the Mojo Jojo. I need that. Like, I know mm-hmm. it's cheesy because it was a cartoon, but that's but, his character. 100%. I need that. And, and like I said, the phone is a deal breaker. The phone, the Rowdy Rough Boys, and Mojo Jojo being as accurate as possible are my three deal breakers. <laughs> I don't have it. I, I don't know if I could if I could stomach it. Um, yeah, so I, I I'm more interested now than I was six months ago. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it sounded ridiculous at first, but now I'm, I'm very I, like. But like I, the more I let it sink in, I'm like very intrigued by what this could look like. <laughs> so I want to see more. I want to see something. I haven't seen more. We haven't seen shit. I just want to. I want to know more. I want to see more. Uh, older Powerpuff Girls, like women. They're not Powerpuff Girls. They're Powerpuff women at this point. So. Yep. And it's so. gonna be crazy because what do you call the show? Really? Yeah. Exactly. Do you call it the Powerpuff? We can't call them Powerpuff Girls, right? I don't know because it, it's such. I don't know. It's. I kind of feel like you have to like, like. All right, I'll give you a perfect example. If they were to do a live action of. <laughs> Astro Boy, right? You wanted to go a little, a little older. You Astro Man, <laughs> Astro Boy. You know, like yeah. I get it. He's a man now, but they the can pop- call it sugar spice and everything nice. I wouldn't be against that, but to me, <laughs> to me, when the when the mayor calls, he calls and says Powerpuff Girls. He doesn't call them individually <laughs> by their names. So it's like, right. What is he going to call them? <laughs> well, that's the thing. We, th- they have to reestablish all that again. Because uh, as right. far as we know, they haven't been the Powerpuff Girls for a while. Right. You know? Right. So this is all reestablishing themselves as heroes again. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, but yes, I am more interested now that I hear this cast than I was before. So. And we didn't go over who the cast uh, castings are. But um, oh, we, like- can, we can really quickly if you have them. I, I didn't. I don't want to put you on the spot. I didn't know if you had the names up or not. I don't, but I can get them real quickly. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep talking. Um, also, really quickly, I want to give a huge shout out to my uh, my crush every day, Jazz Sinclair, for landing her role on the spinoff for um, The Boys. She'll be playing one of the younger heroes. Uh, so huge shouts out to her. Huge shouts out to that show. Um, uh, so I, I, I can't wait to see how that all plays out. I, I like The Boys kind of you know, becoming a tree that has numerous branches. Yeah, me too. Because uh, as much as I like the boys, um, I like superheroes. And they, the superheroes are kind of like bad guys <laughs> in this show. Yeah, yeah, so it's, weird, it's a weird type power dynamic in this show. So it's weird. I completely agree. It'd be like rooting for the robbers uh, instead of rooting for Superman. And it's like, I don't really ever like the idea. <laughs> so... So give me something more apropos to what, you know, what we know superheroes to be. And that's good guys. Um, you got the names? Uh, almost there. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. Good. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, 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 I mean, I now am excited, you know, if this works, give me a Dexter. There you go. Dex- oh, Dexter's laboratory. Hell yeah. <laughs> it, 
Here's a crazy thing. You ready for this, Joel? No, I'm not. I don't <laughs> care about Dexter. I care about the spinoff show within Dexter. <laughs> That's what I want to see come to life. Um, Which one is that? You remember that with the uh, the super monkey? Super monkey. Yeah, he had the monkey that turned into like a superhero whenever Dexter wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Wow, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that. I fucking love that monkey. <laughs> I also love their fake event. Yes. Um, yes. So I'm like, I would I would love to see them flesh that out a little bit. I'd also love the kid that plays young Sheldon to be Dexter. Um, oh, wow. All right, I got the names. Okay, go ahead. All right, so the power of God will be Chloe Bennett, as you know, as you just said earlier, uh, from Agent Shield as uh, uh, Blossom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dove Cameron. Uh, I believe she's from Descendants, and she was also on Agents of Shield for yep. a couple of, uh, as Bubbles, and Yana Peralt. Uh, I don't know her at all, but apparently she's a singer and does plays and shit. Um, and she's gonna be Buttercup. Yeah, I'm I'm slightly familiar with her. Um, Not surprised. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, it, it sounds and looks like a very, very, very um, uh, good cast. Um, can't wait to see how they flesh it yeah, out. Descriptions, if you want that too. Yeah, good. Hold on, give me one second. All right, so Bennett will play, uh, like we, I just said, will play um, Blossom Utonium, although she's was a spunky, conscientious little Miss Perfect child who holds several advanced degrees. Blossom's repressed kitty superhero trauma has left her feeling anxious and reclusive, and she aims to become the leader again, this time on her own terms. So then you have Cameron, who will play Bubbles. Uh, Her sweet girl disposition won America's hearts as a child, and she still sparkles as an adult, but her charming exterior belies an unexpected toughness and wit. She's initially more interested in recapturing her fame than saving the world, but she just might surprise us and herself. Uh, Peralta's Buttercup. She was the rebellious badass of the Powerpuff Girls in the Tayday. More sensitive than her tough exterior suggests, Buttercup has spent her adulthood trying to shed her Powerpuff Girl identity and lives and, and live an anonymous life. So there you go. Yeah, I, I Buttercup was always um, my favorite. And then I love when she started to fall for the one dude from the, the Rowdy Rough Boys. Yeah. Softer, her softer side. I yeah. just love Buttercup. I, I love the no nonsense. You know what I'm saying? The, mm-hmm. the 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 chick that would just walk up and go, "I'm sorry, would you say I will punch your lights out?" Like I love that. Um, so I I was always more Buttercup than anything else. Um, so I'm like excited. Bubbles. But that's because I like the color blue, and so I just gravitate towards <laughs> went blue. Blue is blue, so I try. Like I always went with bubbles. But yeah, um, it's it's crazy because I'm not a fan of green like at all. Uh, it was it actually upset me that i had to that my favorite wore that color because it just green to me is just such an ugly color so i'm looking at it i'm just like god damn mm-hmm. why couldn't you be red <laughs> like mm-hmm. why couldn't you just be red um but no i remember when i got a little older bubbles just annoyed me because it was the she sounded like the typical damsel in distress kind of character uh, well, one right so say it again She's the ditzy. Right, yes, right. The dumb blonde, right. Yeah, yes. yeah. kind of the one, yeah. Right, um, so that did bother me a little bit. But, um, 
yeah, man, I hope this opens the doors for for more. I still would love for Netflix to tackle Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, just the visuals alone would be so fucking creepy, so creepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, this this could open the door for a a lane that we've never even talked about. We've talked about video games being the next the next thing turned into movies, right? But it could be old cartoons being. Oh my the God. Next- Never thought yeah. about. It. Yeah, true. Never know. Never know. So hopefully this show's really, really, really good. And I hope they do an outside budget. Um, so we can get really good visuals. I hope they don't CW's budget. Don't don't do that. Don't don't do that. <laughs> or use that plus, you know. <laughs> yeah. But just you know, try Not to just spread your wings. Everybody. Spread your wings and open that purse a little bit. Um, yeah, this show is definitely going to need money so put some money into it please do because I, I want to like this don't give me reasons not to um, but that's all me and Joel got for you guys on this week uh, this week's edition of Much To Do About Nothing um, we did a little later in the week because we like to tend to do it after at least a Nick game has been played um, we regret so that now <laughs> yes, we, we wish we did it Monday <laughs> um, but don't expect us to always do it this late in the week um we try to stick to a schedule so you know it'll probably be monday again next week um but thank you guys for tuning into an all-new episode uh please make sure you guys stay tuned this week we'll be breaking down our thoughts on what to expect from falcon and winter soldier this saturday night can't wait um uh we don't want to take a week off from doing our marvel cinematic review show um you know so we can kind of keep you guys engaged so we'll maybe do a little bit of trivia and kind of give our thoughts on what to expect. Trivia. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of trivia? I don't know. I think I might quiz everyone on the MCU. Oh, nice. So, uh, and I think I'm going to do it really hard. So I think I'm going to give them names of characters that um, that were, you know, not major characters like Thor or Hulk, but they right, were major right. characters like like maybe like Thor's mom. Um, oh, what? yeah. What's Darcy's full name? Right. Give them give them trivia like that. <laughs> That's uh, hard. To oh, Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> right. They would have to think back like Darcy, fuck, what is her full name? <laughs> um but yeah, so I, I, I want to do that. Um so I'm gonna set up all the questions and stuff and I'm gonna be bugging you all day tomorrow. But um make sure you guys stay tuned for that Saturday night. Um and I think we're doing Geek Vibes Live, BT and Dom tomorrow night. Huge we didn't get any screeners for Falcon Winter Soldier. No, no. Wow. Yeah, no. Disney's that's a conversation. Um, we'll talk about that off air. Um, right. shout out to Tia. Her birthday is this Saturday, so yeah. All right. Um, but thank you guys for listening to an all new episode of Much to Do About Nothing. We will see you guys same time, same place next week. Till then, peace. peace.